1: the vicious circle,
0: you are facing a fuel-injected suicide machine. I'm the man. When I walk, the ground shakes. I am the master.
1: And welcome to the vicious circle. Sid, how's your day going,
0: man? Pretty good. I don't think what's cool about this show is like smoking a joint and then listening, watching that intro. <laughs> I just got like higher watching that. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> realize that I was that cool. You know what I mean? That's awesome. I, I know. Was joking, I was joking about smoking. Everyone.
1: <laughs> Mike Treblecock, the guy who wrote it, he asked right. me the other day, he goes, So what did Sid think of it? And I said, Dude, we watch that we watch it every day now with the podcast. So
0: it's awesome, man. It's really um, again, he did a great job there. I don't good. I don't haven't seen other people's podcasts as I hear how they start sometimes. The one I saw was Bruce Pritchard. hold on. Oh, I almost fell asleep thinking about that <laughs> podcast. Sorry, Matt, Rob. That's a hurting thing. That That is. Uh, that's a hurting thing. Got everyone, I've come up with another saying, not a new one, something Rob Fuller told me. He made, he's the first one I heard it from, and then I took it and polished it. It's called a hurting thing. And this is a hurting thing, okay? My hair. Today, I've been outside all day, uh, mechanic in my Bronco and stuff like that. And today, my hair is a hurting thing. It's okay. It's sort of funny. You know what I mean? And sad. Gotcha. It's gonna fit, trust me. Right, it'll fit through the through the show. It'll be the new saying from now in the vicious circle.
1: There we go. Now, right off the bat, Kyle again. He is the first one to message.
0: <laughs> hey, then, real. Let's give a shout out to uh, all the people for we forget, or should we do that after at the end of the show?
1: <laughs> why don't we? If you if you think of someone, jot it down, and at the end of the show, we'll do all. All right. Because that way we can make sure we get it. Everybody- well, you know,
0: I, I said, I think it was last week, the week before, uh, one, that the guy and kid from over there in England. Oh, uh, Dean. Dean and his kid. What's the kid's name? I'm so bad with names.
1: I apologize. I don't know.
0: Wow, Rob. They're with your fan club. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Arthur, I know you're not listening out there. <laughs> uh, but uh, you're, you're uh, again. Uh, but no, Dean and the one person I would always think to give a shout out to would be Val. She's always tuning in every, you know, every. Uh, show and stuff like there. There we go. There she is,
1: Val. Thank I told you. you. all as
0: well. <laughs> you too, Val. But you know, those are my regulars. But no, um, but they're from all no.
1: over the world. Like Nathan here is from Australia.
0: Right, Nathan. How's it going, buddy?
1: Yeah, and I saw the other. Oh, here's Greg. Greg is from Ottawa. Fist bump from Canada.
0: <laughs> hey, um, everyone. The, just to get this going a little bit what we're going to do, I want to have some fun. And so, um, at the end of the show, we're going to come up with what we all consider. what I'm going to c- consider, uh, Mount Rushmore of stupid. And while I got the ideas where I heard that Donald Trump wanted to make Mount Rushmore, put his face up there. Okay. So that was a stupid idea. We're going to put Mount Rushmore of stupid at the end of the show. I'm going to make a few examples. And now we also want to do a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. And uh, who we all think should be on those in the four faces uh, on Mount Rushmore. And we think about the Mount Rushmore we have today is, you know, from George Washington, Washington to what is it? uh, Teddy Roosevelt's the last one. So, you know, again, I know we're not going to go back and say the wrestling to think of all these people. But if we had a good, uh, you know, good, you know, a few request uh, uh, shout outs to who they think it is. I've got a few ones, a few of them as well give you an example like for instance if we if i was and to pick a mount rushmore of basketball um i don't know the guy very well i know who he is and never really watched him play but his name never gets mentioned his name's bill russell he has not, uh, 10 world championships with the same team the boston celtics and for some reason he's never mentioned again i think he has to be on there seven foot you know just did everything really good guy too a real good ambassador for basketball. So I'm going to say him just because he's one of the oldest guys and for sure the most successful. And they're going to say LeBron James and Michael Jordan. I understand that. But, again, I didn't watch the guy play, but I have to give him credit till someone said he doesn't deserve that. Right? So I'm going to go Bill Russell, and then I'm going to put Michael Jordan, LeBron James, And just because of the nose, and this could be funny, too, okay, everyone? Because of the nose, Larry Bird, okay? Uh, We got to have the token white guy. So, And he was pretty good, too, you know what I mean? From a great franchise, you know, um, again, I think he deserves to be up there. So we'll go that. And so everybody, just keep that in mind. And, And, again, if you got an idea for our wrestling Mount Rushmore, start shooting them into me and Rob tonight.
1: Well, uh, Kyle's got one for your basketball one, Magic Johnson.
0: No, I agree. Uh, but again, you know, uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird's right there, about the same, right? And uh, we have to have, you know, you know. Again, I I, I can't say no, but um, again, I, that's a good idea. Well, I'm not going to change it. So let's let's see some posts about And I can that. change, it. and I could change this too if someone's uh, convinced me. The thing about Mount Rushmore is stupid. People could actually get off of this one if they were to do right. Some people are going to be there a little longer than others. i like to think the ones we make of wrestling, and again, I just made up that one about basketball. Everyone can have their point of view. Don't start shooting threatening letters to me and my family because I said something about basketball tonight.
1: Oh. Andy's on here. He goes, "I'll give you mine in five. He's almost home. Perfect. Right. Good deal. Okay, Nathan. He says the Undertaker has to be on the Rushmore.
0: Yeah, I, I think that we can, you know, definitely argue that point, and we'll talk about that later in the show. Everybody keep coming up with their their uh, thoughts as they're coming up with them. We'll keep posting them. And I want to uh, talk about my predictions just a little bit. Uh explain what i when i talk about derrick henry derrick henry when i talk about him everyone um when he got drafted you know he was in the same draft with ezekiel Ezekiel elliott and this is what i said then and now it's just coming true i said what a mistake and i got a friend of mine our our uh, uh, political advisor for our show jeff arthur is a big fan of the dallas cowboys and um I said, what a mistake. And Jess says, no, Sid, you know what you're talking about. Well, again, I'm going to tell you why. First of all, Derrick Henry, they did a a show together on ESPN. It's called ESPN Science. Derrick Henry was a tenth or two faster than Ezekiel Elliott. Okay? We know this coming out of college. He won a national championship and a Heisman Trophy. I don't know if that means anything to anyone out there. All right, so this is what happens since they've been in the NFL. You know, Elliot went straight to a team that needed him right then. Of course, Derrick Henry went to a team that played played backup behind uh, Demarcus Murray uh, there in Tennessee, which was a big mistake. Again, not right coach for the right system. But this is what's happened up to now, okay? Derrick Henry is 5-0. Oh. He was, the, you know, for sure, not single-handedly, but the main component that took Tennessee as far as they went this year. Now, I'm going to tell you a statement that he made Last week in, in a football game playing against the Texas, uh, uh, Texas, what is it? Texas, uh, Houston Texans. All right. It was down in the fourth quarter. Uh, t- Tennessee has the ball. They're driving first down somewhere behind the 50. They go for a pass and the Tannenhill throws an interception. Texans get it scored. Now they're down a, a touchdown. Okay. Hmm. All right. So, um, they get the ball back. They throw the first pass, the screen pass to Derrick Henry. He goes down for like 40, 50 yards, gets him in close. Finally, Tannehill. Hill at this point it was too far for Derrick to run the ball. They they get in the last second, score the point, go into overtime. This is a statement, everyone, in football. And if you don't understand this, you just don't understand. So now they go into overtime. They get the flip, right? Get the um the ball. Um what happens there? So Oh, yeah, go into overtime. First people score, they that's who wins the game. The first player of the game, they get down to, the, uh, I think, the seven. So this is what they do. They say, okay, you know what? We made a mistake, Derek. We gave Tannehill the ball, and he threw an interception. Almost cost us the game. But because of you, we're not going to make that mistake again. So this is what they did. When it was nut-cutting time, they took Tannehill to the sideline as a wide receiver. They put Derrick Henry behind center in the Wildcat system. This is saying, okay, Texans, you got to stop this guy, and he's going to run seven yards. That's a long deal, okay, at the goal line. He's going to run it to you, and your job is to stop him. We're saying we made a mistake with Tannehill, and we're going to make up for it. Derrick, we're sorry you we did this to you. Now you win the game for us, and that's exactly what happened. Another stat, since 19, uh, 2018, there's only been six games with 200 yards rushing in them, three of them is Derrick Henry, and the other three are in, uh, two individuals, okay? Just imagine if he hadn't had those couple years behind uh, Demarcus Murray. No, he might have hit 10 of those right now. Um, and this is my point. Zeke Elliott this past weekend, two fumbles, and they got their brains beat in. When it come down to oh, he held up his team, which I don't mind that happening, but who would you rather have? So when he held up the team, got more money he was paid, was worth, and still hasn't earned a dime of it. Derrick Henry waited. Till his, his rookie contract was up. He's not making any money. They come to him with a deal much less than Elliot. He could have done the same thing, but he didn't. He took the money. You know what he's going to say? Next time it's time for me to negotiate, I'm going to have 10 of those 200-yard games, and that we'll see about negotiating. Again, he's just a fair, honest person, everyone. So that was why. Anyone says or predicts that Elliot was a better pick, you're 100% wrong. All right, any questions, any more uh, shout-outs about Mount Rushmore?
1: Oh, we have uh, Ryan Haskell. Here's all four of his, Hulk, Andre, Stone Cold, and Flair.
0: Okay, the only problem with that is, again, we don't have anyone. I'll I'll give everyone a hint. That's a good good choice. Uh, Hogan for sure. And who was the other one? Andre for sure. Uh maybe, yeah. Um, but huh? Austin, no, uh, not for sure. You know what I mean? There's again, we gotta throw someone in an uh, example, Gorgeous George. You know, first of all, Harley Race is gonna be on there before anyone after Hogan. And actually, Harley would be on there before Hogan. And the reason for it is this Harley back in the day when his the, he was the world champ, he really had to go to all these towns, you know, and the champs before him as well. And uh, just again, he looks like Hercules or a god with that beard and everything. That sort of edges him out, you know, to the, be the next. Andre the Giant definitely could be the face, um, but then you're you're counting out people like, you know, Gorgeous George, Luthers. Again, I don't say those people deserve it either. But let's let's think out of the box. Let's put our foot off the curb a little bit and think of someone else.
1: Kevin's foot's off the curb. He says the great Muda should be on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Uh you know, uh that's a hurting thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no way. Uh, Mark Graham says Bruno San Martino, Undertaker, and Stone Cold. Uh,
0: again, I like you no know, Bruno San That's a good one throughout. I, I know him personally. I don't know if it's far enough back. Luthes, they say the thing about him was, you know, Rob, he was really the true champ where, you know, he didn't get beat because no one could beat him. And I know I don't know that to be true, but I've heard that a bunch of times. So he could definitely be one of them up there for sure.
1: Okay, here we go. Actually, I think Patrick's got it here. Luthes, Gorgeous George, Harley Race, Ric Flair.
0: You know, that's pretty – I think that's pretty close. And while – Rick Flair versus some of the other names. Again, the nose. You know what I mean? Um, It just looks good on rock. That's a good one. That's a good one. Here's an interesting
1: one. Mount, Mor- Mount Rushmore of Wrestling, David Flair, Brooklyn Brawler, Hugh G. Rection, and The Wall.
0: You know, that would definitely be one of the stupid ones. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that was a real good. that tell you, that's the best stupid one I've heard tonight. <laughs>
1: that was good. That was
0: a hurting thing.
1: <laughs> uh, Nathan's got Undertaker, Andre, Ric Flair, and Hulk Hogan. Those seem to be kind of. That's stupid. a
0: good one too. Um, only thing is, we got too many people in the modern time. You know, um, but all four, nice. of the, all four of those could do it. I, I, again, that's a good choice. I think the other one. That spread it out a little bit you know
1: okay here's Val's. my four of course sid uh-huh. Undertaker, baker bruiser brody
0: and austin idol well the cool thing about the one bruiser brody he was the first you know we, that we know as tough guys and the good one about austin idol is this he was the one that a lot of people imitated you know hulk hogan's domain one he, that's where hogan got this the big pythons you know, the blonde mm. hair, the whole nine yards. So that's a really good one, Val. Hey, uh, on, on some predictions, too, this week as we're taking more of these um, shout-outs. Uh, a couple weekends ago, I had – because we don't do this always on Wednesdays. I had three games I was going to pick out for people that I thought was a pretty sure bet. Um, and they were this. I think that weekend it was Missouri and LSU. Missouri was getting points. I think Missouri actually won that game. Um, then there was, um, Tennessee and Georgia, Tennessee got points, um, and lost that game and, and didn't cover, uh, and Georgia covered the points, but I lost that one. The other one I picked out of the three was, um, Arkansas and Auburn. I think Arkansas got 15 or 27 points, something crazy. Now I didn't pick that to be the for sure bet. Believe it or not, I picked Tennessee, Georgia. I'm telling the truth of myself. Okay. Uh, because I just didn't think Georgia was that good, and I thought Tennessee was better. And I really lost what I thought of the three the most the most for sure, okay? Uh, but, you t- know, again, I've never been on Arkansas. I'm not an Arkansas fan, even being from here. So I was I was probably the least sure about that one, but that turned out to be the most for sure bet. So has have seen that bet come to fruition after looking. And I'm only betting SEC because right now this is only the first week of the Big Ten and I'm not going to bet anything. I don't think I could really win. Uh, if anybody wants to, I could give them what I think about games. But I, I I'm not going to bet unless I think I win. This week, of all the games, in the SEC, I only see the that I think that I would bet on <coughs> is the Arkansas game, um, playing Mississippi State, and they're getting points. And I think um, if it's what I saw, because this phone doesn't tell me everything. But if I, I think that right now that's the that's the bet of the week. Okay. All right. Two just to follow up on bets. Uh, the Dodgers won last night. I picked the Dodgers. Everybody beginning of the year to win the World Series. Um, I didn't pick the Rays to be here. However, um, and that I was wrong on that part. But this is the thing: is the Dodgers should have lost the game last night because that even being Clayton Kershaw, that's the worst pitcher that they start with, and he they beat them up pretty good. And so. Um, they came out of that. Right. So I'm thinking there's no way this is going seven games.
1: Well, TJ asked that. Who are you going for in the World Series? So that kind of answers it.
0: Yeah, he- I'm telling you. This thing is, this what I, this thing I called for the Dodgers to be there the last four years. Uh, the year before that, they were there. I mean, the four years ago, they were there. This was after I uh, predicted Chicago would win it. Then the next World Series was um, Red Sox and Dodgers, which I picked the Red Sox to win. Even I said they both be. I don't have favorite teams here, everyone. This is just me picking. Then the next time was Houston and the Dodgers, and Houston won. Then last year was Houston and um, the Nationals, which is my favorite team, and I picked the Astros, uh, and, uh, and uh, the Nationals won. So this year I'm saying – I said that uh, – just because it's a weird season, I said the Dodgers and the Yankees, and I think everybody was saying that. It's not like it was uh, I was saying anything anyone else wasn't saying. But now it's them in the race and the Rays, and I still pick the Dodgers to win it all.
1: Nice. Uh, Andy got back to us with his Mount Rushmore. Um, it's got to be, and no butt kissing and no in particular order, Sid, Harley Race, Ric Flair and Meng or Haku just for the sheer toughness and what they've given to the business.
0: You know, I think you're right. I think that's a good one too. And I didn't think about that, what you said, the toughness and another handsome face or really cool face in stone. It just came to me when he said Haku and these guys, about really tough guys, Steve Williams. Uh, I yeah. think Haku, I think Haku's got a, you know, uh, more appeal here in the States and stuff. Um, but, again, both those would be really good you know, faces in stone, you know?
1: Yes. Here's uh, J.D., Harley Race, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, and Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry would be cool just because you'd have a crown.
0: Rob, don't be stupid with me. That's oh, a hurting thing. Stop, 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 thing. stop, 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 stop. Internet Sid's got to jump in here. No, Jerry Lawler could not be on there. No? he's a No. What did he done? What has he done? He's a commentator. He got to beat up Andy Kaufman. No, but that that was small time. Okay, I, that was one of my favorite moments in wrestling. It wasn't him. It was Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman was that <laughs> was what made <clears throat> was what made that Lawler did not made that. He was just working a small territory in Memphis. He never made it big. You know, the only his thing he ever did in, in the big time was put Bret Hart's feet in his mouth. You know, so no, we can't have anybody on Mount Rushmore. That their last you know rem, uh, match that you remember them by is when they had. You know the crown taken from him and a foot put in his mouth, and it was a nasty hairy toe too. <laughs> and I'm sure you like that, Rob. You Canadians. <laughs> That's right. We love hairy toes. I, Rondell, you like it was that <laughs> happened to him. Rondell says Hogan,
1: Flair, Andre, and Undertaker. Oh, and Bruno. Apparently, he's got five on there.
0: That's okay. That's okay. I like that one too. I do. Oh,
1: Ryan Haskell came back with an interesting one: the Hollywood Rushmore of wrestling. Uh-oh. Would be Hulk, The Rock, Stone Cold, and Piper.
0: Oh been- yeah, 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 yeah! But let me tell you something, Ron. I didn't ask you that, stupid. <laughs> you're not You're not allowed to make up your own stupid things. No, you could actually put all four of those faces on stupid as well. How about? I'm sorry, y'all. That was Internet Sid. <laughs> Internet sits back. up. that. Yeah. <laughs> stop, man. Stop.
1: uh Oh. Someone else said, Jessica said, Jerry the King Lawler, Ric Flair, Undertaker, and Sid.
0: You know, I, I like that again. And then just all jokes aside, um, no, Jerry could be on there. And I like Jerry to a degree. Um, but no, he could be on it. It just didn't mean enough, you know. Um, and he also took the, king, the name King from Harley Race, which by far not even the same name, same. You can't mention those two names in the same s- sentence and tell me that Jerry Lawler was even in the same league with Harley Race. And Harley Race, guys, if you didn't know this, was the smoothest wrestler I've ever seen in my life. And I've said this story where he made it. This is no exaggeration. He made a chair in the JYD get one of the biggest pops I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Again, JYD literally. Didn't have to do anything but fall head first. And that was it. And Harley actually did everything around him. Uh, Harley was a, was, a, was a magician, dude. Uh, and even Flair, who sort of had the same role as Harley did as a champion, but not one-tenth the worker. Uh, and still, you know, when you do the same repetitive stuff all the time, like, you know, Flair does, again. Um, but he should definitely be on Mount Rushmore. But he could be there twice. There and stupid, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: he really could. We're just right. put him, we'll put him everywhere. That's right. Matter Andy, of fact, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead.
1: All right. I'm uh, sorry. Andy, there you go. We're getting you Canadian. Andy said, Sid, uh, do you want me to set Rob straight? <laughs> That's it, man. That's what we got to do. Uh, where are we going? Jeremy said his version is Sid Flair Batista and Razor Ramon.
0: Those are good. That would be a tough guy, Mount Rushmore. You know. All right. So let's um, let's turn the page here. Let's go to Mount Rushmore of like. All right. Now this too is this is this always fun. All right. So now this is too. That. As far as I forgot to mention this, as far as Mount Rushmore too, everyone, um, I think we're forgetting one name, and I don't know the gentleman personally. Uh, but I think. Everybody that's watching wrestling, for the most part, ninety percent of it probably it filtered down. This this guy was a tributary, or what do you? What's a tributary? That's a, a stream that falls off into something else. This was a tributary of all wrestling. This was Vince McMahon Sr. And the reason I say that is that I've only heard good stuff about that guy. Uh, meaning he was a pretty good payoff man. Everybody preferred working for him to Vince, but he really did. He without him, we might not know wrestling as we know it today. Now he wasn't a wrestler, but we don't have to be wrestlers either. So there's a there's a name I think everybody would have to maybe throw in there as well.
1: That's true too. You
0: know what I mean? I don't even know what he looks like. Uh, I, mean, I just don't remember, but again, like this came to me. You can't almost I don't think about wrestling and don't even know the guy without thinking about that name once in a while.
1: Yeah, I, and I'm thinking about it now. You're right. He, if he didn't put all those pieces into place for Vince, Vince could never could have done what he did. Right. Interesting. Hmm. Now I, I'm curious because Jeremy changed up his his list here because he went Batista, Flair, Bam Bam, and Razor, and then one more where he went Batista, Undertaker, Ric Flair, and Bam Bam Bigelow.
0: You know, I like Bam Bam. I've always said that you know he's one of the you know he was like the modern day. Harley Race, you know, uh, but we just don't think of him oh. like that. You know what I mean? A lot of people, you know, I would definitely put him there. I'd put Bader there too. Uh, my own personal thought, you know, my own personal group of people. But, you know, I don't think everyone would agree with that, you know?
1: Well, it is a tough call because when you're watching wrestlers, you, you get a nostalgia for them. Right. And, and everybody is different because of who they watched right so the people you want on there wouldn't be the people i would pick right but i bet you they're just as important because it is so hard because it's been so many years and so many amazing people
0: oh it has been really has and that's the thing is we could there's so many people we could really add to that you know um and it's always that's again you know this is cool thing about this podcast and be able to talk about things like this we can you know, really recognize for a you know, moment. We can forget about all the other stuff and go, man, look what these people really created. All the names that were brought up tonight. Yeah. You know, we had really what, we've had 27 and a half minutes of really positive stuff, you know? Yep. But um now, let's get to the funny stuff. So let's, for a few minutes, let's think of the Mount Rushmore stupid for wrestling. Alright? Who did the, and someone had one a while ago, get forget with but who really was Who'd be dumb that we'd put up there? Who's the four dumbest people we can think of? Rob, you go first.
1: I am trying to find the last one that was up there,
0: but I can't now. Um, I'll go first. You may go first. You go for it. This is what, this is what I would compare it to, okay? Oh, uh, and this is you know being funny, but so you know having you know some real to it when people ask me you think Vince McMahon's like the smartest guy you ever met? And I said, he's done some really smart things. But if you judge someone by all the things they accumulated and and decided on, he'd have to be, you could not call him a genius. And um, because he made so many mistakes going along and so many years down, and all he had to do is really uh, use common sense and make the right decisions and he didn't. So that alone puts him head of stupid. And I mean that seriously. Who can argue that with me? I like to s- say, okay, no, this is he didn't do that, Sid, but but he did. Um, but again, he can't be on uh, Mount Rushmore of good or smart. He's he's going to be the first face out there, if, uh, Mount Rushmore is stupid. Hmm. And I'm just, and again, that's just that's that being. That's just of all the people I can think of. That's just what I just thought of, um, because oh. nobody had that bigger of an impact. Were been able to have that kind of impact, you know. Where, if they just made a couple better decisions, you know, he could have really been considered the smartest of all time. He definitely did come up with a lot of, you know, cool things that we know about wrestling today for sure. Mm-hmm. But when you add up his total volume of work, you know, he's not really the stupidest person, but he he's not the smartest. So we'd have to put him up there as you know one of the top four dumb people.
1: I think the person that staged the Shockmaster intro would have to go on that as well.
0: There you go, and that's Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> was it Dusty? Okay. That's Dusty Rhodes. And this is again there's another example and again I, I love Dusty for what I how you know he was so good to me. Um but this is what happened is we you know we got to be honest. Dusty was again a person or a booker that would come up with ideas again like Shockmaster or Oz that literally didn't know the very next step where he's going with it and um other than that one character and i never i wasn't there to see the results of it, but the one character he did where he actually changed himself and that's what uh cody has done recently that's really and they didn't really have a lot you know they had some stuff out of that but they didn't have any finalities out of their angles and so because of the lack of finalities and angles dusty this is a hurting thing but yep yeah, you're on stupid and J.D.'s got
1: one here. He said,
0: Gobbledygooker, Papa Shango, the goon, and Doink the Clown. I think so, too. I think uh, I don't know who Gobbledygooker is, but I think we could add Brooklyn Brawler there somewhere and take out one of those. The go- wasn't that that turkey gimmick? Okay. I'm guessing because I know the name,
1: but I'm, i I got to be honest, I'm drawing a blank. I'm
0: going to tell you what, this is going to be the best one of the night. I just started thinking of all the stupid, you know, wow, there's a lot of stupid in this business. I really look pretty smart now. Here's here's another one.
1: Buff Bagwell, Sean Stasiak, Enzo
0: Amora, and Simon Gotch. I know all of those besides Simon Gotch. I think that's another good one. You know, we're not going to run out of stupid tonight. Is everybody up for staying up all night? Pajama party? (laughs) I I think they are. (laughs) Here we go. Four more. Jerry Lawler,
1: Jeff Jarrett, Lance Storm, and Test.
0: Wow, man. (laughs) Wow. Yeah! Wow, man, that's good. I'm. Uh, a, I think I'm on to something, Rob. I.
1: I think so. Oh, here's Nathan, uh, Dinker Doink, the Bushwhackers, who
0: and Boston Booger. That's a uh, Boston Booger. Anything with Booger Uh <laughs> and Dink and Doink, yeah, for sure. The Bushwhackers. It was a stupid gimmick, but then themselves, you know, that wasn't their idea. So there's another, you know, tilts toward. Oh, stupid Vince, you know, take something that really worked, but that did work. The gimmick worked. It got them over. paid for, got them paid like a son of a gun.
1: Yep. Um, Andy said, here, I'll get the coffee on the pots. Oh, Rob T. I got my. <laughs> tea <right in> here. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Ryan Haskell said Vince Russo has to be on there, bro.
0: Yeah. Vince. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> wow, he made me the most stupid guy in one interview. You're right. Wow, that is a hurting thing. You're right.
1: Yes, well done, Ryan.
0: <laughs> wow, man. Bruce pritchard has got to be on there.
1: Uh-oh. Tyrell, you might be in trouble. He said Kurt Angle, Psycho Sid, Brock Lesnar, and The Rock.
0: You know, you know, Kurt Angle, no. You know what? Kurt Angle might be on Mount Rushmore. Uh, definitely psycho said uh Brock Les- maybe that maybe that's a- maybe that's his good one that's a good I think one it
1: is. I think it must be
0: no you know what uh Kurt Angle definitely I didn't even think about him Kurt angle for sure oh he's he was
1: a good worker
0: like he that. was a hell of a worker you know only thing is it just hit me in the head is again we t- talked about him uh he' was just he was a he, in my opinion, he was a top talent. Um, did he? You know what I mean? He could take he could take a middle talent, bring him up to a top talent, and take go work with a top guy and become a top guy. You know what I mean? But he couldn't make him and a, another guy top. You know what I mean? Maybe semi top, yeah. um, but he could definitely work with a top guy. And he was a to me one of the hardest workers out there. Yeah, we'd have to put him on that.
1: Yeah, because we were talking about this with uh, him and Shane. They made that match, that whole feud. Iconic. Right. Um, oh, yeah. There we go. Kurt and his broken freaking neck.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember that. Um. Here we go. Let's have Batista, Ric Flair, Bam Bam Bigelow, and Undertaker versus Jerry Lawler, Jeff Jarrett, Landstorm, and Test in a battle of Mount Rushmore.
0: Wow, this is, man. (laughs) We got the next man event for WrestleMania. That's a hurting thing. That's right. I'm (laughs) I'm having that one. That's awesome, man. This guy, hey, are you writing for the WWE or AEW? (laughs) we're missing AEW. Does anyone realize that? Or NXT? Wow. I'm going to cry. All right. All right, so Mount Dumb Rushmore. I guess you have to put a few people of AEW up there. Um, right now, and this is—we're only hearing a few things from the camp of AEW. But um, the owner there would have to be up there right next to Vince if he's letting some of these things happen. They're saying this happening, you know. Yeah. And this is what again—it came to me just earlier thinking about this, Rob. I'm going to shoot it to you. I haven't said this to you, and see what you think. All right, so what we've heard about this guy, AEW, is that he's letting stupid things happen. He's not being professional. They don't know finishes. He's screaming at people at the gorilla position. Uh, Jim Ross is calling people darkies. You know, uh, you know taking advantage, advantage of transgender and stuff like that. Just, you know, again, making bad decisions. This is a prediction of mine. Uh, of course, this is this is to be funny as well. But this is somewhat the scary truth. We could see him on the dark side of the ring with Herb Abrams. Right now, he's beginning to look like a really bad independent promoter. You know what I mean? And here it is. He's had a chance to really do something good. And if he doesn't do that, he might pass up Vince McMahon for stupid.
1: I just hope they don't take it the way WCW was at that one period where they were just paying everybody what they wanted. You
0: know, and well, that's happening, too, from what I hear. And again, yeah. Rob, I, you know, this I'm for everybody getting paid.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, uh, again, but that would go again when we're trying to get something going in this business. We all have to work hard and we have to be sure that all things are being treated and done correctly. Uh, and there, are, there is no excessive bleeding. Uh, but when we see those things that you says that's a real red flag that's not going to be there long. You know, you're not You'll see that in the WWE too, Rob, but not to where it becomes stupid. Well,
1: Rondell's got another one here: uh, Bastion Booger, Dink, Sexual Chocolate, The May Young Pregnancy Story, and Brodeus Clay.
0: Wow, I like those two: Bastion Booger, uh, Brodeus Clay. I've not heard of that one. <laughs>
1: And that whole—I remember that whole sexual chocolate with May Young pregnancy thing. That.
0: Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That was scary. That was. Let me see. Mark Graham here says Plowboy Frazier, Rough wow. and Ready, Burhead Jones, and Haystack Calhoun.
0: Wow. You know what? Um, Plowboy Frazier definitely was at work. Um, now, Rough and Ready. They might be on there, not for stupid, but say, baby. You know, maybe the most famous underneath guys are jobbers in Memphis, you know. I wouldn't put him on Mount Rushmore stupid. I got a really good story about one of the Rough and Ready guys, the skinny one, all right. Tugboat, which was uh, a big bubba in Memphis, and uh, he was a 700-pound bench presser. His arms were like 92 inches. Uh, Rough and Ready, I think the skinny one weighed like 72 pounds, you know what I mean, so we're in the locker room it's really just a cafe or, I mean a place where they had sandwiches and coffee that's where we got dressed at and that little guy beat um uh, Bubba or Fred Ottman in arm wrestling and his arms were like this big around I thought hold on you know that didn't really happen <laughs> you know so uh I know at one time I'm not bragging I was really good at arm wrestling so I said hey man you want to try that with me he said yeah so we got up there again, his arms about the size of my fingers. When we got up there, his, his, hands about, his hands were bigger than mine, but his arms about the same length. And, dude, I could not budge him. When he decided to be, take me down, it was like if ease. And I was a shock. I say like, that didn't really, let's do this again. And he just kept beating me and beating me. And he lives in Toro, which is just up ro- the road from me. I drove up there once a week to try to beat that guy and never good, <laughs> never could. So that's why we couldn't put him on there.
1: Okay, fair enough. Okay, we have one from Dan here. Uh, Buck Rock and Roll. Uh, Zumhoff. I don't know that. Bush, uh, Booker Bastion.
0: Yeah. Fake uh, Diesel and
1: Fake Razor Ramon.
0: That's a good one, too. Yeah. Hey, Rob, take this question. Everybody, I want to take this quick uh, break. I got to use the bathroom.
1: Okay. I will entertain <laughs> as much as I can. Um I'm gonna put this one up real quick here. Uh for Michelle Travers. Never forget the match at Hogan and WrestleMania. That was one of the first I think I remember seeing Sid in too. Um, but you're right. You know, I I thought he had that. Because back then I was a heel guy. I used to love the heels. Uh let me see here. Kurt. We'll have to bring this one up for Sid, definitely. River of Darkness. I only watched it because Sid was in it. What's your thoughts on the movie? Nice. Yeah, we'll get it, we'll ask him that. You guys have got some amazing store like amazing ideas here. I don't know what else to put up yet. I don't I want to save the rest for when he gets here. But uh very good. Very good on these
0: choices. All right, everyone. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, it's good. Even Andy just jumped in here. He says, "I got you, Rob. I can do a Hogan impression for the crowd."
0: There you go.
1: Hey. Let's see what uh, we got. We're four. go ahead, Rob. We had one. Where was it here? A second here. Uh, Michelle, she said, uh, this is just a little off topic. I'll never forget your match against Hogan at WrestleMania. Eight. That was my first childhood heartache. I was convinced you were going to get that title.
0: Well, I was supposed to have. Um, that was the idea in the beginning was to, you know, just bring me in for TVs and pay-per-views for one year. And then at WrestleMania make me the champ and then go into house shows. But the, again, that story we've, well, we've talked about it a lot. It's just. It just didn't work out. You know, they uh, uh, they, they lied so much, and I just couldn't take it. it, on and on. But that's what it's supposed to have happened. Uh, it, was, it would have been a great idea. Maybe I still haven't been able to think of an angle that might be, that would have been better than that, not just for me, but for anyone, you know, that had a real head of steam um, because, again, if you hold people off long enough and I had a really strong, you know, personality, you at least come out for a little bit to see if it was you know, really real. So that would have been fun. And that, that would have been a challenge, too. That would have really been a challenge. But my, my great challenge was that was getting off the whipping post. So I know I would have done really well at one that was actually designed for me if I could design my own. Right, everyone?
1: Oh, big time. Big time.
0: All right. So let's do this. I want to, before we get too tired here, um, go into my own personal Mount Rushmore of stupid today. I'm going to... Talk about how they all got themselves here. And everyone, this is a hurting thing for me, okay? Because I care about my listeners. And I care about people that I've, you know, some of these people that we're going to put on Mount Rushmore stupid are people that have been to my house. And I've, you know, I've uh, treated them like family, you know, took them in, fed them, sent some of these people food and things to their lives. But this is the thing is, I'm going to explain one time about this voting deal. I have not said that I'm for Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Um, and this is what I don't understand about people where, you know, if you get mad about this podcast, I understand that, but don't again then text me something silly, you know, that says jump out jumps out to me and says, you know what, I'm a person that can't reason with another person. So I'm gonna text like a coward and I'm gonna hit you with a text that has nothing to do with the subject we're talking about. And most of these people have, you know, attacked my family to a degree. And again, it's pretty funny, too. I, I don't take it serious because only a couple times, but the rest of them is uh, the, you, I think everybody get a, good, get a good laugh. But um, so, again, I'm not for any of these people. I, I think both of them think what we've learned out about Donald Trump, that he's not a true Republican. You know what I mean? That's what a lot of people are saying now, that. The Republicans are running so fast running, And, again, this was just a bet, you know, like the Arkansas thing. I'm not an Arkansas fan. I've said that. Never been, I've been to an Arkansas game, but not to see them. Uh, they there to see uh, Lou Holtz. That's how long ago it was. He was the coach for Arkansas. And that's when Arkansas was good, okay? But since then they haven't. So I picked things just because I really got a gut feeling. I th- or not Arkansas, the little gut feeling, but I know what they've done over the last three weeks. And that's why I'm not willing to bet on other games because I don't really know what other teams are doing. Uh, and I do not I do know what Donald Trump has done for the last three years. He's aggravated the shit out of me uh, just being on TV. And I, I'll use a, a comparison, Tim Tebow. Even t- people hated Tim Tebow, not me. This is when he was in college just because him, he won all the time and he kneeled after a, a touchdown. So if he can be overexposed, Matt, we definitely – could agree, or I think, a little bit that my view on this is understandable. You know, that, yeah, I can understand you getting sick of it. Again, I've, I've voice. I think I'm a Republican. The people I respect in this party, I think the greatest presidents have been Teddy Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln. And, and I think the Bush is the two, but those are the two presidents stand out to me. They're all, and they are on Mount Rushmore, by the way. I just thought of that. So, um, again, again, I'm not. People, I don't care about either one of these candidates. So let's get this, you know, first of all, that part out, and, and then we'll go to the rest. So for me, first, some of these people might rush more stupid. Also, have a really good chance of getting off of it because I know some of these people are good people. And they only did or said these things or reacted towards towards me like this because they didn't have another outlet. And, and I'm not saying this to be a jerk. But when you're in a verbal warfare with me, you are unarmed for the most part. And that's anyone. Uh, and the only verbal warfare I had live really on TV was with Sean. And we both weren't rehearsed. And that was a debate. And I killed him. OK, that's the only thing. I, that's the only comparison I, everybody can go out and see. This wasn't rehearsed. We went out there and did that. And, you know, again, in a verbal warfare, most people are unarmed, especially in these topics like this. I, there's you know, the facts are. What they are, you know, about masks and things like that. And so, and even I put a couple of people on Mount Stupid Rushmore, one of my family members, my uncle Bill, and he's probably the smartest person on there. But again, because he's so far to the left, and he just cannot, even when he knows he's wrong, he can't be right. And we argue all the time. But again, I love Bill, and I love the rest of the people who are going to go on there. I'm actually pairing them up together a little bit because. Or Mount Rushmore, my idea they're stuck in stone and they have to argue with each other and maybe they can argue with with each other enough that they'll maybe come to an idea that what I'm looking for is a president down the road that's going to be able to be a bipartisan, that's going to believe in climate change, taxes. They're going to believe in uh, giving people Social Security more money and they're going to believe in lowering taxes. I mean, and then they're going to believe in our military. You know what I mean? So those are, I want somebody to do both without sounding so silly about this. So again, if we put these people who disagree on the same mountain and they can argue, only argue with themselves, maybe they'll argue argue themselves to the point they go, you know what? That might be right. And I'm going to make a point about something I've been wrong or I've been thinking I'm wrong about tonight to maybe make an example. So these people are going to argue. There's a couple the first two. They're on Mountain Stupid Rushmore. These are the people I, I think of the most of but they're there deservingly. And I just said, well, Bill's there. Bill's there because he would vote for a Democrat no matter what. And you can't, and again, he told me this uh, when we were talking about what we're going to talk about a little later. And this is um, a guy who's um, in a, in the group called the bugaloos, you know, Uh, Atifa, they they have killed people, okay. And they go, well, there's just a few people out there like that. No, there's more than a few. And we're going to show a couple of these tonight. That we're going to say, wow, there's really numbers out there, okay. So if when you can support this, to me, as smart as Bill is, he he's dumb, all right. So he's there because of that, all right. Now Maggie's there because, and Maggie, I know you're listening. You're there next to Bill in in a petition, and this is the downside. You're wearing a mask. Okay. You got to wear a mask. And there's that little petition there that you can't spray on each other. And Maggie's there because her inability to reason with someone. Like, if you have a disagreement with me about something, me and her had a disagreement. I, I, I guess I didn't know it until after she hung up to where I said, and she asked me, I said, you know, Maggie, please wear a mask. And you know, I'm worried about you. And I know her husband, don't know him personally, but Maggie herself has been here at my home. And I've you know, I've treated her like anyone else that would come in my home like family. And I've known her for a long time and I've I've been on her side on all, all, all the issues that me and her talk about, won't go into those. But this is one I couldn't stand on her side about is wearing masks. And one thing her husband her husband's name is Sid as well. And my worry is for him. You know, I know people with diabetes get this, but why I take the chance? So it really came down, she goes, What should I do? I said, Well, Maggie, just stay at home. And she was like, you know. Of course, she had her say. I won't go into all that. But again, what happened, this is why she's on, on this Mount Rushmore, and she's one of the two people that can get off of this pretty quickly, Uh is because she texted me something about my son. And the thing was, is she knows being in my home, that that's my family, and I'm very private about that. And she did a little dig to me. All right. So, and I know she doesn't mean that. You know what I mean, Robin? I really mean that. I really do mean that. Uh, for her, this is a hurting thing for her to be up there, and I understand this. But I really believe this, and I don't know her a hundred percent. I do know. I think I got a good judge of people, but I know of her being a really great person. She was um, a contributor to one of these charities I do. It's called uh, uh, Haitian. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, West Haitian.org. and what it is is a place in uh, in Haiti that the, the handicapped children there, most of them are homeless, and I think it's 120. I could be wrong, but there's a lot of them. And she bagged up individual bags of toothbrushes, toothbrush, toothbrush, uh toothpaste, uh, combs, and sent them. And the lady Susan Nelson was just beside herself how you know grateful she was. So now we know these two people also on stupid rushmore today, they're both not racist. So we, we're not gonna compare them to the left and right, because the the next three people on Mount Rushmore, they're a little more weird and they're gonna be there a while and uh, it's going to be hard for them to get off of there. So again, Maggie, sorry you're there. Love you. But get yourself off of there. CDC just said today, and Azar, Trump's guy says, we got to wear a mask when we're not able to social distance. You know what I mean? And that means anybody we care about as well. So there, get yourself off there, girl, because you know what? That's a and time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, I really, in the first plan, to only have two other people on Mount Stupid um, and that um, that me and Rob had talked about. Uh, then someone started texting me last night, and I'm going to add him. And there's a good reason to add him, this, this third person, because he's got a, a history with one of the people that Rob first thought to be on there. <laughs> and uh, what are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm curious Bob. to see what's going on here. <laughs> okay. well, you, this was your idea. When we talked about this, it was somewhat your idea about doing this. This wasn't wow. all my idea. I so um, first. I thought the first one I thought of, Rob, was uh, Linda Cox, the lady who, you know, hates black people and uh, exaggerated the deaths at Black Wall Street. She was the one that said the horrible thing to the little girl of color. And um, she, of course, she, her deal, she's married. Her husband dates ladies of color and gives them tons of money. Anyway, that's the funny side of it. And that's always karma to people like that, everyone. But I thought of her being there, first of all. <clears throat> and I told you the story about her son, her son who has a, 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 has a son. And that would be her grandson. And her son's name's Gary. Her grandson's name, Little Gary. And I know Little Gary, and I know both of them. Well, she doesn't communicate with Little Gary anymore. Because little Gary decided to marry a girl of color. And they've had children that are, you know, of color and, you know, of the other color, white. So she doesn't acknowledge them. I didn't, I couldn't understand it. So I knew, again, I know little Gary, he'd had, you know, another kid. And this would be her second great-grandchild. So they contacted me and said, hey, would you like to um, send Linda and Richard a picture of the new great-grandbaby? I said, let me call, but I know she would. Again, she says, no, uh, she didn't say of color, but she, I know that's what it was. And it's just, that's her outlook on thing. You know, I said, and we talked about how horrible that would be, you know, to have a grandchild and a great grandchild that you didn't want to communicate with because of a situation like that. And, and man, before I got all that out of my mouth, Rob says, you know, who's the, just the opposite of that. I want who he goes, Barry Norman. He said he would love to have grandchildren, and great-grandchildren and you said what he's done to you personally and that's attack your child and your wife online and make her your wife cry I went rob you're exactly right and all right so rob i want you to show what um what the the, the charlotteville thing and this is what linda represents oh. at charlotteville okay these are the this is the contrast of the two people right and boom. Okay, now that right there is a picture of we've we've heard about Charlottesville. Now this is uh, this is the right, and this is uh, what you know, Linda Cox. And these are the people. If you're voting for Donald Trump, this is exactly what you're voting for. Okay, I'm again, I'm not saying not to vote for him, but this is he. You know, these are people. He. This is the only thing I say about Donald Trump in this picture. He is, from what I understand, he has denounced this or he doesn't agree with it. You know what I mean? Um, but it is connected to him, and I can't say that he said that he believes these people, but this is the picture they said he said there were good people and bad people. Okay, yeah, so you just gotta you know think about to yourself now to the left, and this is with the guy, this is the people that Barry would represent. And this guy's named John Fitzgerald. Uh, and what does NFAC stand for, Rob? Uh any fucking thing necessary. um, And he if you saw this in Viceland, he is he is suggesting several times to kill people. OK, so so this is why I couldn't vote either way, everyone. So there's my point. So now so we're going to put Barry and Linda together, both wearing face mask and both in the petition. And same thing. We're hoping they'll argue themselves down to where they'll both be able to reason with other people in the future. But I don't see this happening. So these are probably two that will stay there for a long time and we'll be able to adjust the other two as we go. Now, I'm going to add two more people to this. Now, not with we're going to put one in the mix with these three. Um, I'm going to jump in for just one second. because I think one of the first two is going to be there a
1: while. Right. Maggie just messaged. She goes, not happening, Hun. Love you, too.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Now, Maggie said, too, ship was getting deep over here, Maggie. she ain't <laughs> getting deep, too deep unless you can't swim. When you can't, you no know, reason with people that says you can't swim. So it ain't too deep, for, again, until people can't swim. So you can get off of there. and I, I have good faith there's going to. But these other two aren't. So then I get a phone call, Rob. And this person has to be put on there, too. So I get a call, not a call, a text. I hate text because it's such an un, it's such a chicken shit way of communication. Telephone is, too. Uh, but, again, text is just, okay, I can't say it to you on the phone because you can reply to it or respond to it. Then I text. Everybody knows I don't text, Rob. So, so again, I get a text last night from the one and only stupid Eric Widgen. From out of Sacramento, California, with Psycho promotions. Now, this is a hurting thing for me. I, I've taken a lot of interest in this guy—not a lot, but I have talked to him over years. We do not see eye to eye on anything. Um, he attacked my son Gunner once and made my wife cry, just as Barry did. And I think this is why, when you brought up Barry, I thought first thought of this guy, and after first thinking of Linda, so we'll put them there together, right? We'll put Linda in the middle. That way they can't fight. And if they agree in everything, <clears throat> the only way to get off a mountain stupid is the three of them have sex together. <laughs> okay. And because I know this Linda's told me a bunch of times she hasn't had sex in over 27 years because her husband is having too much fun with these younger girls of color. Uh, and then he's impotent as well. But again, so if you have sex, if y'all three has sex, and you all come to a conclusion that left and right is wrong and voting for bad people are wrong and responding to me is a mistake. And that will work out. Now, Rob, I haven't told you this. You know who I'm going to put on top of Mount Stupid? Oh, here we go. I have no you idea. You don't even know this. I've not told Rob <laughs> anything about this. You know who I'm going put on top of Mount Stupid? And we're only supposed to have four. But Eric sort of wiggled his way in there. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna put myself on there. What? Until yeah, I am. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I somehow or another, these people have offended me to where I responded like this. And so I'm gonna have to shake off the, the I'm gonna have to get a thicker skin and I'm gonna put myself there. And if I can get myself off by only being right as we go forward. Okay. If I'm right as we go forward, then you know what? Then I'll let everybody be the judge, not me. Everybody say, you know what, Sid? This is a timeout, everyone. And this is a hurting thing, but it's a timeout. And so if I'm going to take the timeout too, and I'm going to work myself off the whipping post for the second time in my life, Rob.
1: I like this. You like like
0: that? Yes. Now, how many many people do that to themselves?
1: I got to be honest. I don't know. I don't think if if we were making this, I don't think anybody would ever say myself.
0: No, no, I you can't. can't
1: Just,
0: myself. <laughs> well, you have to, though. I feel like I have to to prove a point that I wouldn't do ask anyone else to do something I wouldn't do myself. And again, w- you know, if the, all the people on the whipping post, if they to respond to me, and go, you know, said this is what you were wrong about. Oh, that's going to keep me on the whipping post. It's going to keep me on Mount Stupid a little longer. And right now, everyone, I'm on top of Mount Stupid. And I could go for the next 62 days about why I should be there. But I'm not going to give y'all that ammunition.
1: Nice. Um, We might have something here because Frank said that's simply not true. I'm not sure when he posted it, so I'm not sure what it's in reference to. Okay. But, Frank, post again. Let us know what it's about because, yeah, we'll definitely look at that.
0: You know what, too? I want to know if anybody's got any cool predictions out there, sports or anything. You know, again, this whole voting thing is a prediction. And if I'm wrong about this, I'll never get off a mountain stupid. That's why I'm putting myself up there because I'm there until I'm wrong about this election, Rob. And I can't get off till then, but I can still get get off after that. If I, you know, do some good things, but that'll keep me on there a while. Exactly. I'm trying to look back real quick.
1: I'm going to put this up, but I can't find the original question. Michelle says, Rocky, great question about the power bomb. Nobody did it better than Sid. So I'm trying to find what he uh, what he posted, but I can't find it. There's the oh wait wait wait. Oh, here we go. Okay, question. Very big fan. Did you innovate the power bomb, and you did it best in the business?
0: Well, I didn't innovate it. I did sort of come up with my version of it, and I think I was the first to use it. Uh, I know it was the first user for a finish, you know, from wherever I saw. The guy showed me that, his name was David. His wrestling name was Motley. Uh, really uh, out of shape, ugly person. Uh, smelled real bad. That's just a joke. Uh, <laughs> that's called Ribbon on the Square. Everybody knows him, knows he's stunk. But um, no, but a great mind for the business. Hell of a worker. Um, But he came up with that and gave me that before I went to Continental. I told this story on the show before.
1: Yep. And Andy has decided to put himself on there too. Uh, I put myself on Mount Stupid at times. Me marrying my ex wife puts me on that
0: list. They're, man, <laughs> I've got followers to go and follow me to Mount Stupid. Now, the reason I came up with Mount Stupid, everyone, I had a, someone last week that um, said something to Rob. He, he I didn't even say his name. He said, Sid, blah, 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 about Donald Trump. He hated me. And before, we, before me and Rob s- stopped talking that night, he actually came back, right, Rob. Oh, yeah, he said he was
1: never going to follow the never going to watch the podcast again, and we were talking after the show and he subscribed.
0: Right. So the thing is, that tells me someone might be listening to this. You know what we could do between now and the f- next 4 years, everyone? We could get off stupid, right, and we could get be smart again. I like for everyone between now and the next few, 4 years help work with me to think of us and the next candidate that we really would all be proud of and that could be an issue because yeah. everyone, this election is over. Over. Trust me. Um, Joe Biden doesn't even have to do, that's why he's not coming out. <laughs> he didn't have to. I mean, it's crazy and it's not Joe Biden is good. Man, there's so many people after Trump like the women, the Republican women movement, you know, and the woman, the women movement, period. No, go back to uh, this master funk guy, wherever he was, you know, me and Rob were talking about this earlier. And this is hard for me to say, and it just came to me today. And I hate that guy, uh, master, whatever uh, Fitzgerald. I hate everybody like that, but you know, I've been telling people, and you know, this is why we have to get together. Everyone is because I've said this. If, if you, if you're not getting off your ass and doing something, and you lose this election, the person you're voting for is because you didn't get off your ass and do anything. So so this guy, as bad as a lot of us will disagree with him, when Joe Biden wins, he's going to be able to raise his hand and say, I helped. Um, and to me, that's why I struggle with, saying, okay, I can see or understand that. Did it affect me? No. D- if it did affect me, what? I be saying this today? I don't know. But right now, again, for the people that aren't doing anything, he is doing something. And the other group is too. So if those people are doing something, can't the rest of us who are smart and the rest of us that aren't on stupid mountain, think of someone better for the future? I like to think we can.
1: I like that. And I think I found the perfect thing to end this episode. It's from Michelle. She said, thank you for connecting with your fans like this.
0: Well, th- this is the thing is I've always said I wasn't beginning this business for uh, the glory and stuff like that. But the one thing I, I did come out of it was the, the memories of the fans. And uh, I, I I really do care about the fans because, because right now, everyone, I wouldn't even be a memory if it wasn't for the fans. You know, the WWE is trying to, you know, whatever reason, um, don't want to, again, they, they they don't like me. But again, you guys have kept me alive. You kept me relevant. The questions mean a lot to me. I love talking to people. I like to be able to think, really? I, I can really make a difference. Uh, if I can have one person think, you know what, man? I can see. Now, look how Sid's changed. Now, I, I wanted to kill Master Funk or whatever a couple of weeks ago. And I still might punch him in the mouth. But you know what? I'd have to get up, after to punch him in the mouth, and buy him a beer across the room. And say, I do respect you standing up, you know, as stupid as you look. Um, but again, I still believe if you're casting a vote right now, you're casting a vote for one of those two groups. And that's why I refuse to vote, because it's just I can't bring myself to do that. Um, and you can't deny these things, everyone. And we know, too, that both candidates are total liars. They're both liars. Uh, we're going to have to find someone to start off, maybe someone who lies a little less. Uh, and maybe that's where we start our first you know, person. We say, hey, you know what? This could be a good person. I'm going to tell you who I'm going to throw out there. I know it's never going to happen. But this is what, again, everyone's heard me say this. And, of course, it's not going to happen. But I'm just saying for everyone else to... Get an idea what I'm thinking. I like Colin Powell. One, I always said this. He's got the military background. Two, he has served under two great presidents, both of them being Bush. Agree or disagree, they're pretty smart people. Um, so that's what I'm saying right now. Someone like that who's really smart, someone I think we really can trust. So, but again, everybody take your time. We got four more years to throw names out there. So. You, you
1: started all this because of a bet, right? Right. You're pretty sure you're going to win.
0: I know I'm going to win.
1: Well, Maggie doesn't think so. She says you can take the money I win from our bet and feed the homeless at the church.
0: I'll do that, Maggie, but <laughs> no, I'm going to win. You won't pay me. No, I hope you, and this is, trust me. I hope you win. You know, I really do um, because I'm afraid what's going to happen. Really? When, when Either person wins, it's going to be, again, this is one of my predictions. We're going to see some crazy chaos. And first, it's first we're going to stop, start out just, again, as a Super Bowl victory type of party. And then it's going to lead into other things. And if both sides win, there's so many different directions that could go in. And we just showed pictures of it. And these are the people who are going to be fighting the battles out there on the street, the ones we show pictures of. And they're not going to take lightly to anyone losing in this. Yeah, think about that. So really, we don't have a winner here, everyone. We can hope this thing calms down, and then that the next four years aren't any worse than this past four years. Let's just hope we get rid of COVID nineteen. Yeah, that's what we got to hope for, everyone. Because I, you know, I've watched CDC today. Uh, Everyone's wearing masks. They're saying this is getting, this is fixing really get dangerous again, everything's spiking again. Um, however, everybody is talking, the only way we're going to get through, through this is herd immunity, Means some of us are going to have, have to sacrifice. Um, I've heard some really good stories today where several uh, people are elderly, one with all these underlying conditions made it through it. So we're not all going to die, but we can lower the numbers by, again, just simple. If we can't stay six feet apart, wear a mask. We don't have to wear one when we're going down the road or asleep or with our family. Just wear when you go to the store, you know, or when you um, think again. You're not going to go in the doctor's office without one. I mean, I haven't been able to. You know, you can't go into Walmart without them handing you one. I see every once in a while one person, but this isn't about anything but caring about the person standing next to you. 100%. All
1: right. I think that's it for tonight.
0: I think so, everyone. I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. Um, I, put, I wanted to put that prediction to Arkansas out there. And if I win this one, y'all can start betting the house.
1: Nice. You've been listening to the Vicious Circle Podcast. Your host, Sid Udi, Co-host, Rob Bellamy. Additional research by Pete Marsh. The Vicious Circle Podcast is produced by Two Cousin Road Trip Productions, a division of JX3 Media Productions. The intro music is Unleash the Giants by Cemetery Spawn, and the outro music is Digging Space by Mike Treblekart.